WRKS Pickens Jackson. All systems go. Live from the Whiskey 61 Lounge inside the Bank Plus Studio. It's now Live in the studio. It's the Out of Bounds Show with Low Bounds. Streaming live worldwide on the Out of Bounds radio app. And on your radio at ESPN 105.9. All set. Let's go. The Zone. Well, I I thought that SEC football would be the lead today. And then Mississippi State decided to win two games in Baton Rouge. And so we'll mix in a little bit of both. Or a lot of both. How about that? As the Dogs take the series on the road 2-3 against LSU. I know all of y'all predicted that going into the weekend. So I want to hear, hear from you. Uh, those of you who called that on Friday... Want to say good morning. Hope you had a great weekend. Hope all the moms had a wonderful weekend. And we are the Out of Bounds Show, ESPN 105.9 The Zone. And we are brought to you by Dancing Rabbit Golf Club and the Golden Moon Casino Sportsbook and Lounge, DancingRabbitGolf.com. Got Blake with me. I'm your host, Bo Bounds. We would love for you to download the Out of Bounds radio app. Stream the show or the zone1059.com. And streaming numbers are good, 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 especially on this show. And hey, Ben Nelson Golf and Outdoors. Caller line 601 707 3750. That's where you go to get your easy go golf car. Ben Nelson Golf and Outdoors. Twitter, Twitter at Bow Bounds and your Ag Up Equipment. Ooh. Ag Up Equipment text line, which is already alive, 601-885-3776. 885-3776. Tell us uh, about your weekend, what you thought of Mississippi State taking two or three in Baton Rouge on the road. Skeens has pretty much dominated everybody. That guy's amazing. I mean, watching him pitch, he looks, you know, godlike. I mean, the guy's just... Unbelievable. And then Mississippi State hangs around and wins two ball games. And Ole Miss gets swept by the Auburn Tigers at home. Now, Mississippi State still still a long shot to make the SEC tournament. I I mean, not that it was going to do all. I mean, you would have literally had to win the whole thing to get in. But, I mean, players want to play. But all of a sudden, Missouri and Georgia started winning some games. And um, Missouri owns a tiebreaker over you with the common opponent of Vanderbilt. And so there's that. And then we'll just see what shakes out with the series this weekend. Don't forget they're all moved up a day. All of, uh, I think all of them. Thursday, Friday, Saturday before you go to Hoover. Man, I hadn't been to Hoover in years. You know, we used to make that run. And uh, I actually worked that tournament one year. Oh, my gosh. Talking about hours. Those first few days when you don't get out of the ballpark till 2 a.m., that's miserable. Miserable. And, uh, but, you know, it was actually the same year that uh, Mississippi State won it in 2001. Yeah. Yeah. And then Pat McMahon left to go to Florida. Um because he and Larry Templeton didn't like each other. Anyway, 
So Mississippi State wins uh, two at three. What does this mean for Chris Limonis? And uh, there was a strong, I think, sense or current that the administration was trying to um, find any way to bring him back and hope that he could nail the hire of the pitching coach, right? And then bring in some guys and start to win again. And, or then you've got the group that's like, no, go get somebody, you know, pay $5 million on a non-revenue sport, wipe, wipe that, then, then put seven figures back on the books. With, even if you don't have to pay your head coach seven figures. But when you count the whole group, y'all know the drill. Head coach, two, well, now three full-time assistants, plus director of baseball ops, and the list goes on and on, right? And so what I think what you, what you see happen is, and this is why, like, Georgia doesn't do things like this uh, in some other schools, is they're like, it's a non-revenue sport. We're not going to kind of flush it out then bring on another seven, which really at the end of the day is what? Seven million? That's a that that's start even with as rich as you are in the SEC with football money, that starts to add up. You know? Actually, I think I just went low um to bring on a whole new staff. So where are you on that? Do you think Lamonis is back? Do you think that he can identify a pitching coach that is quality, obviously, and that can bring in some guys? And then how far off are you? I mean, you, you've lost a ton of close games. And um, your kids didn't quit on Lamonis. I do think there is something. That, or Gotro. Cheese bro, whatever. And his cheese, you know, I don't know what's going to happen with Gotro. Um, yeah, he wants a head coaching job, but it's got to be, you know, I mean, he's not going to take Rhodes. So, um, or Swanee. I don't even know if they play baseball. But the bottom line is, you know, what if, if Lamonis is back, does Gotro land a job? If not, does he come back? Or is he kind of like, okay, this has run its course? Especially if we're, you know, is he sitting there thinking, gosh, if we go 10 and 20 next year, then then what do I have? Um, strong rumors that Chris Lamonis is telling people he's got a guy and got a guy that can bring pitchers. And then there's some of you that had already checked out and decided, we want a new coach. Now, the problem is the overwhelming majority of people who weigh in don't buy tickets. So when you're talking about a $7 million swing or whatever it's going to be, that's pretty substantial for a non-revenue sport. You know? I mean, nothing makes any money except football. I don't know of any other way to tell you. The model is, is, is crazy. But football makes a ton of cabbage, and that way you get all the other sports. Um, I guess basketball through March Madness pumps in a little bit of money, but I don't think it's, it's not, you know, it's nothing close to what football does. So Cade Smith pitched really well um, on Saturday. By the way, do you have a chance of throwing NIL money at him to bring him back? And, and then on Sunday, that, how many times have we watched that in the SEC? Just a wild, wild day of trying to figure it out. And I know you all had Tyler Davis coming in and pitching really, really well. Um, and he did. I mean, give the young man credit. Four innings, not giving up any runs. I would have lost a lot of money on, on that. 
And then Mike Bianco is where Chris Lamonis was last year. Just literally trying to get to the end of the season. And the transfer portal opens up, is it May 28th? Somewhere in there? So the portal, we're, we're about 13 days away from the baseball transfer portal. And Lamonis and Bianco, well, I think Lamonis. But Lamonis, if he's still the coach, and Bianco will be all into that, among others. And then LSU's portal, Skeens, yeah. One other player, yeah. There's a lot of misses in their portal that we talked about. As far as, uh, because that that's all people talked about was LSU's seven-figure portal class. And, and they missed on a pretty good number of guys. Um, although they're still in a good spot, you know, high-ranking RPI and, and all of that. So we've got the whole Mike Bianco debate that's kind of starting. And then Chris Lamonis, does he keep his job? If you had to lay $100 on it right now, does he keep his job? Blake, you think he does? Yeah. I said it yesterday. He's keeping his job. That's he, a lot of money. History of Mississippi State Six, says he's keeping the job. $7 million. I think it's closer to this. The new staff, just that's a big number to put back on the books. I think that's what people forget. Ag Up Equipment text line, 601-885-3776. And we got some football, too. Big board coming up next. Bo Wallace will join us at 8.30. Charlie Winfield at 9.30. Good morning. Welcome in. Hope you had an amazing weekend. We've got a good show lined up for you today. I have to tell you about this game-changing product I use before a night out with drinks. It's called Z-Biotics. Let's face it, after a night out with drinks, I don't bounce back the next day like I used to, and I have to make a choice. I can either have a great night or a great next day, and that is until I found Z-Biotics. Every time I have a Z-Biotics before drinks, I notice a difference the next day. Even after a night out, I can confidently plan on hosting this show and being awesome without worry. Look, I won't lie. I was a bit on the fence about Z-Biotics initially, but then while hanging out with friends over cocktails, I gave it a shot. And believe me, it is the real deal. Go to zbiotics.com slash OOB to get 15% off your first order when you use OOB at checkout. Remember to head to zbiotics.com slash OOB and use the code OOB at checkout for 15% off. Thank you, Zbiotics, for sponsoring this episode and our good times. What's on the big board? What's on the big board? Uh, the big board this morning on ESPN 1059 The Zone is brought to you by Stella Artois Pilsner Beer. It is fantastic. Try one later today. Pick one up at, uh, well, Fleetway Market or your local grocery store. Call for one at your uh, favorite restaurant or bar. Big board this morning brought to you by Stella Artois. Delicious beer. I had one over the weekend. We're live in the Bank Plus studio. And we'll have Bo Wallace, former Ole Miss QB, at 8.30. 
Looking forward to that. Played for Hugh Freeze. And then Charlie Winfield, um, who calls, golly, I don't know, 25-plus baseball games a year and uh, also head of the Bulldog Initiative. But Charlie will weigh in on MSU baseball as they head into their final series against A&M at home. And A&M's kind of struggling, limping to the finish line. Mississippi State takes two or three from LSU. And Ole Miss is swept by the Auburn Tigers. Where does that leave us? And Southern Miss has won 13 in a row. I mean, they were just kind of, eh. And all of a sudden, they're on fire. And we'll see what that uh, looks like for Southern Miss in the postseason. Last year, they were beat by Ole Miss in the Super Regional in Hattiesburg, but had a good year. And it looks like they have, well, this is an understatement. They're on fire, and they have turned the corner with 13 straight. And it's at the right time. Um, Look at what Ole Miss did last year, Mississippi State, two years ago. All of a sudden, you get rolling, and, you know, it gets contagious in that locker room, in that dugout, doesn't it? Feels good. And so Southern Miss has won 13 in a row. Scott Berry, uh, Ostrander, and and that crew. Could Mississippi State poach the Southern Miss pitching coach? Ooh. Rumors that he said no to LSU last year before they went and got Wes Johnson? Paid him a fortune. That's working out well. They get Wes from the Minnesota Twins organization? I believe that's correct. Okay. He spent one year in Starkville. Was he in Arkansas for two? Two, I think, Okay. Yeah. Minnesota for two, and then LSU. He bounces a pretty good bit. Um, I mean, he, he, I guess you're looking at, what, four places in like seven years when or you, something? When you burn up all those arms, you got to get to a new stable. Well, the one he hasn't burned <laughs> up is Skeens. But, uh, Somebody said they should sit Skeens for the next weekend and the SEC tournament so that he can pitch 100 innings every weekend on the way to Omaha. That'd be... Yeah. Um, <laughs> you know how I started talking about pitching backwards a couple of weeks ago? Hey, it worked out. And Lamonis did that this weekend. And he held Cade Smith. And what happened? You lost to Skeens, but Cade Smith gave you a heck of an outing. And you won the game. And then yesterday was a slug fest. Well, how about after the fifth inning? What the Mississippi State bullpen did, including four of those innings, were were Tyler Davis, who has struggled mightily, right, throughout the season to get his mojo. And let's be honest, Casey Hunt gave you a couple on Saturday, didn't he? And you don't ever know what you're going to get, but you keep looking at him thinking he's got talent. And then a lot of guys raked, uh, Blake. Not just that, but like... Did it when things weren't going your way early in the game? I think about that bases loaded opportunity. You don't score. And if you, that that felt like a microcosm of the season, right? Every opportunity to get back in the game at the time, you don't. They stretch the lead out even more. And instead of packing up shop and heading back to Starkville, they, they played the rest of that game. And it came out on top for them. And, and LSU is dominating the game yesterday. Yeah. yeah. I mean, it felt very much Auburn-Mississippi State Sunday from a month ago, right? I mean, it felt very... State was up on Auburn by seven runs, and everything was smooth, and then all of a sudden it wasn't. 
I mean, that, that felt like the same thing for LSU yesterday. Uh, LSU was just putting up runs left and right, and then Tyler Davis is the one that come in and shut it down. Giving up LSU's bullpen, well, not bullpen, LSU's pitcher, pitching staff outside of Paul Skeen's starts, so outside of Friday nights, is giving up 10 runs a game right now after their most recent couple outings. That's bad. You can't average 10 runs a game given up in your two non-ace starts. Yeah. wonder what that means for them in the postseason. I, you don't, because they can, they can absolutely mash. Having an ace to get you a game means the world in these yeah. these short burst regional super regionals. I don't know. Uh, my question is that you know the easy answers go well. Mississippi State won a national title on one starter. Yeah, but they also had a, a guy in the bullpen who was lights out and could pitch multiple times in an in, in a weekend yeah. once you got to postseason. And Preston Johnson was really good down the they, they had some other pieces that although you didn't consider like one two guys no, starters. Yeah. Um they had great careers in the postseason that year, right? Like yeah. great postseason runs. LSU might fight like they absolutely probably have a guy who could do that, right? Sure. If if we got to Omaha and LSU had somebody not Paul Skeens go seven innings, one run, five hits, I'd go, oh, that makes sense. They're LSU. Right. But to this point, they haven't had that. No. And that's the question. They don't even have a guy in the bullpen who comes in and slams the door shut. What is what does Dave Van Horn drink for breakfast in the morning? Or eat? Nails. Because all they do is win. All they do is win. Yeah. yeah, and they didn't really have any business winning no. this weekend. I guess. Chris Lamonis back 2024. Yes. Yeah, it has to happen, right? So the pitching coach is the big thing there. And then does Mike Bianco finally feel enough pressure to make a move on his staff? Because Lafferty and Clement have been with him forever. One 16 years, one nine years. Man, even in college baseball... That's an eternity. Some would argue a couple of them, right? That's something to also look at, Blake. Is, can he do that? Or if they've been together so long and Mike Bianco is still so close to the national title that he says, he looks at Keith and goes, no, I've got a full contract. Now, next year you could make me do it. But this year, I have millions of dollars left. I mean... They're not going to fire. I'm just saying he's he's still got the chips. Yeah. If they don't come back and have a good year next year, he will not have close to the chips that he has. I, I think Mike Bianco could not do anything to his staff until he gets fired if he really wants to because he's won the title and he is Ole Miss baseball. So if Mike wanted to fall on that sword, so to speak, it would probably end his career sooner than later. But he could do that if he, want, if he just said, hey, I value having these guys here more than – Whatever. The fan base, if it was up to the fan base, they'd have fired him already. He'd have two new assistants if it was up to the fan base. It's true. It had already been done. True. They'd have foxhauled him. Yeah. Uh, Clement and Lafferty about three weeks ago. And by the so. way, I think those guys are phenomenal recruiters. But there is something to be said about... And I think Mike actually does everything. Correct. Well, that's what I'm saying. There is something to be said about fresh perspective. Sometimes you need fresh perspective inside your building. I think Lamonis is actually... I can't believe I'm saying this. I think Lamonis is actually open to delegating more and allowing his his guys. Maybe what cost him on the pitching staff. Absolutely. I mean, but Mike does everything. Correct. Now, those two guys are recruiting, you know, dudes because Ole Miss goes just 
uh, Mississippi State recruits a little bit more local. Now, in baseball, they'll go. I mean, Will Bednar was from Pennsylvania. Yeah. Right? Sims from Georgia. Yeah, Sim- uh, yeah. Mershon's from South Carolina. They go to Florida. They go to, to I, I get that. But Ole Miss seems to go a little bit more wider footprint in baseball. Jacob Gonzalez from California. That ain't the only guy that they've gone out there to get. So it's either Lafferty or Clement. One of them's got to, you know, is getting on a plane a little bit more maybe than some of them. In fact, I had one guy who's very connected to college baseball says that Mississippi State is is recruiting locally too much. Now, you say that and you got like Dakota Jordan, Highfield, and Hines. But he said, yeah, I, I recognize that. He said, but still, you, you got to... You're Mississippi State. you got to go three states. You don't have to, but you can. Big Board is brought to you by Independent Roofing Systems, the number one commercial industrial roofing company in Mississippi and has been Independent Roofing Systems. Did y'all see what the Saints pulled as far as quarterbacks they face this year? I mean, if Dennis Allen and Derek Carr are ever going to do it, this is ridiculous. Ryan Tannehill, Bryce Young, Jordan Love, Baker Mayfield, Mac Jones, C.J. Stroud, Trevor Lawrence, Anthony Richardson, Justin Fields, Kirk Cousins, Desmond Ritter, Jared Goff. Oh, man. Bryce Young again. Daniel Jones. Matthew Stafford. Baker Mayfield again. And Desmond Ritter again. That is if they keep the starting job in the in the division. I Have you ever heard of anything like that? That's pretty good. That's that's a who's who of not top quarterbacks. I mean, if you're going to go 10 and 7 and make the playoffs with Dennis Allen, who most of you don't know who he is because you can't remember who replaced Sean Payton, and Derek Carr, who is now your QB from the Las Vegas Raiders, who's a good QB. But man, if there was ever a time to make hay, wouldn't it be this year with Houdat and the Saints? I, I, the best quarterback on that list is Matthew Stafford. Mm. And then the second best quarterback on that list is... Then you get in the de- debate between Kirk Cousins and where Trevor Lawrence is going and Jared Goff... I mean, you've got Anthony Richardson. you got guys who really haven't proven that they can consistently throw a forward pass. And Anthony Richardson and Justin Fields. We don't know Desmond Ritter, Baker Mayfield. Um, Bryce Young will be a rookie. You get him twice. So you get Bryce Young, Ritter, and Baker Mayfield six times. It's a good deal. Plus Anthony Richardson. That's seven games. 
And you and get the, CJ Stroud. And then Jordan Love hadn't played. Yeah. You get the Texans too, so that's a win, I would think. I, you know, Mac Jones is solid. Daniel Jones, I mean, hey. It's at least a good team. They, they, they hired Dayball. They seem to have their stuff together, right? Usually the Giants just need a little bit, and they, they win. That's obvious by the last, you know, 40 years, right? And, and does it get any better than that? The Out of Bounds Show, ESPN 105.9 The Zone. Your SEC insider hit this morning is brought to you by Farm Bureau Insurance and Favorites, F-A-V-E, favorites.com. Local agents, competitive rates, excellent customer service, powered by favorites.com and Farm Bureau Insurance. If you want to say bundle your car and home right now and go to favorites.com for those excellent rates, local agents, and outstanding customer service. Blake Scott with me. I'm your host, Bo Bounds. Hope you had a good weekend. And Blake, did you have a good weekend? Uh, yes, yeah, pretty good. Uh, didn't do too much. Watched some baseball and uh, hung out. Kept it low-key. Burned the heck out of my hand, so that was exciting. Grilling? No. Working uh, on your bake, car? Bacon grease. Bacon grease. I was cooking okra in a skillet, and I hadn't put the okra in, and the bacon grease had heated up. And I was moving the skillet to put the okra in, and I guess I was just moving too quickly, and it sloshed up that handle, and I, like, melted my hand. I have, like, open, like, my whole index finger on my right hand is, like, gnarly. Yeah, I burned the, like, I melted my hand. Do do we need to get a paramedic? No, I mean, it's cool now, uh, I guess. Or it's not, I don't know, but it's there, so. Who would be, what what doctor would specialize in that? I don't know if it would be a cosmetic. Would it be a skin? I was going to say, I don't know if it's a cosmetic thing or what that would be. Yeah. Okay. It'll be fine. I can't think of a dermatologist off but, the top of my head. Yeah, most of the blisters have uh, have gone away now. Well, that's not true. Was There's that one. Friday or Saturday? Thursday night. Thursday? Yeah, Thursday night. Okay. You know, that fried okra will always get Dude, you. Dude, it's so good. So I don't fry... Was it in the cast iron? Yeah. So I, do, I don't do battered okra. I do like the okra in bacon grease with a little onion chopped up and you just, just pants fry it right in the bacon grease, but it's, it's not coated in anything. Okay. Um, and it's delicious. I mean, I learned that from my parents and yeah, that's how they did it. So it's very good covered, covered in all that bacon grease. I mean, it tastes delicious, but, uh, you gotta be careful with that bacon grease, man. Cause that's like hot molten lava. You have a recommendation on the ag up equipment text that. line. Mitchell said Silvadine. I don't know. I went to the, I called my doctor. Have you ever used Silvadine? Never even heard of it. Oh, okay. I, Definitely I sounds like a medicine. Okay. Uh, I put. Uh, so we can say it's medicinal. There you go. I put, uh, I called the doctor and they said, just keep it clean and it'll be fine. Wow. I said, okay. That's strong. Yeah. So okay. I've been doing that, keeping it clean. That's the idea. Okay. But yeah, I have a giant hole on my finger right now. So that's exciting. But other than that, it was a good Did weekend. you freak? Were, was anybody with you? Yeah, my buddy Josh was with me. I did not. I stuck my hand under cool running water. I was like, hey, do you mind cutting that bread up? Because I can't use this hand for a second. And he did. And then I finished cooking. It was all good. Okay. Okay. I mean, I, I actually, this might be. I think be, I heard something like cactus juice works, but there's not any cactus. Uh, or it's cacti. aloe. It's aloe is yeah. why. Yeah. And, but people will debate that say that, that like it doesn't. 
Yeah, I don't know. If but that's it, everything now that we have Twitter. If the cactus has aloe in it, it does, because aloe does help burns. Tony wants know. to know, can you still play disc golf? Yeah, I did. I played disc golf Saturday and Sunday. I ripped my blister open Saturday playing disc golf. Uh, it was hu- The blister was, I kid you not, I have a picture. It covered the entire first knuckle of my index finger, the blister did. My whole so you still decided to play disc golf? Heck yeah! It was that Friday it was or Saturday. It was Saturday in a tournament. No, I was just having fun with my friends. Did you talk about your injury the whole time? Oh, they asked me. They're like, "What's that giant thing on your finger?" I was like, "Oh, it's bacon grease." Yeah, because Josh played with me too. He's a buddy, so he was there and he was like, "Yeah, this is bad." Does Josh work at Saltines? No, Josh uh, does. He works for a gutter company. He puts gutters on houses. Okay, yeah. All right. Um, that's right. CWR says Blake is a true athlete. Yeah. Stay committed to the meal and to disc golf. You're, it's almost like you pulled what Mississippi state baseball pulled on yeah. Sunday. As far as committing, you know, down nine runs, we weren't giving everything's up. going against you. Mm-hmm. You stay the course. You all of a sudden get a guy who really hasn't pitched that well this year and Tyler Davis to give you four innings. And then your guys continue to rake, by the way, in a hostile environment. That's correct. In Alex Box. That's correct. LSU, you know, is LSU. Even though they, you know, they, it's funny. They, they've won a ton, even post-Burtman. But in the last 20 years, they only have one title. Mm. Whereas Burtman knocked down five yeah. in what felt like about a decade. Yeah, one okay. one played one 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 lost one for LSU, right? Lost to Florida. Yeah. Okay. So they've gotten there twice, but that's it. Uh, oh, was that O'Sullivan's W? Yeah, that's okay. and that's that's like you said. That I think is the problem for LSU fans. They're going, why aren't we playing for more? I mean, they were used to that, right? They they were yeah. just there in the conversation. Well, when when Bertman bottled what he did, Blake, there there wasn't the depth and the commitment in the SEC. I'm not taking anything away from Skip Bertman, but. Uh, ninety per what we only had about twelve. Yeah, Bertman was coach even before ninety two. But by ninety two, we had twelve teams. Mm-hmm. All right, going into ninety two, we had ten. Mm-hmm. Um, eight to nine of those didn't care, and then once we got twelve, nine of those didn't mm-hmm. care, and Bertman took advantage of it and won um a ton of national championships and let people know about it too. By the way. Do- do you think that that LSU fan maybe misconception of like, well, we should be as good as the Burtman era, which is not obviously legitimate or believable. Do you think that will be the same thing that Alabama fans go through when Saban's done? Yes. Because they're going to want everything to be like the Saban era. Yeah. Five and eight or five and nine years. Yeah. That'll, that won't happen. Yeah. It's going to create happen. some very misconstrued Alabama ideology. I mean, we have to ask, can, can, can Kirby win like, Five and nine. Can Kirby Smart win five and nine with with, with more conference games and more playoff games? All you got to do is slip up once, Blake, mm-hmm. in December, mm-hmm. even though they're, they're really good. You know, we forget that Ohio State had them. Had we em. forget they've had another playoff game where they were had. All we remember is, man, they're just, they dominate everybody. Well, that's, that is correct in the SEC East. Yeah. Okay, because the East is so bad. But they don't just dominate everybody once they play somebody. And we also only think of the TCU game, like where all of us turned it off <laughs> at, at, at yeah. midway through the second quarter. Made Alabama-Notre Dame title game look competitive. It did yeah. make the, the <laughs> Alabama-Notre Dame 
game look competitive. So, Out of Bounds, ESPN 105.9 The Zone, brought to you by Farm Bureau Insurance. Bundle your car and home and save. Go to favorites.com this morning. Don't you want to save money? F-A-B-E. Local agents, extremely competitive rates. Excellent customer service powered by Farm Bureau Insurance. Bo Bounds, Blake Scott with you. Twitter handle at Bo Bounds. Give us a follow on Twitter. We'll have Bo Wallace, former Ole Miss QB on at 8.30, and Charlie Winfield at 9.30 today. So, Hell State Baseball Insider, Charlie Winfield, Bo Wallace, who had an unbelievable career in 12, 13, and 14 at Ole Miss. Doesn't get the credit he deserves. Um, for what? It's weird, for whatever reason. But uh, beat Mississippi State twice, was part of that big 14 team. And uh, was also in that epic uh, golden egg game in 13, in which Dak was inserted late, and they went back and forth. So Bo Wallace at 8.30, Charlie Winfield 9.30, both will join us on the Farm Bureau Insurance guest line. We would like to hear from you on the text line, Ag Up Equipment text line. Do you believe that Chris Limonis is back now that the team didn't quit and goes on the road to number two LSU and wins a series? I guess an LSU team that until this weekend was a national seed. Blake, can they hang on to that? Yeah, I, that is interesting. They've lost two straight series. I assume if they win the next series, that would give them eight series wins and ten. I still think that's good enough. It it doesn't feel good that the two losses happened back to back near the end of the year. But if you turn around and beat Missouri, two out of th- or Georgia, two out of three. Um, or Georgia. three out of three, it is Georgia. Yeah, because Missouri plays at Auburn. I had to think about that for a second. If you beat Georgia two out of three or three out of three, you'll be fine. I mean, okay. they're, they've been dominant all year. Yeah. So I, have, I we polled it on Twitter at Bo Bounds, did winning the series over LSU by Chris Limonis another season in Starville. The early returns, 72% say yes. Okay. Someone said, unbelievable Joe Mo Itis all over again. Joe Mo Itis? That's what somebody commented. Okay. And what does he mean by that? I think he means, uh, I guess, keeping someone that they don't need to keep. I don't know. Well, I, they didn't. They, they got rid of Joe. They got know, rid of Joe. He's Moorhead. mad about the results being 70% yes. Oh. So I don't know what. I, that was his reference. That's weird. I'm just telling you what it says. I just read it. So Chris Limonis, uh, it looks like we'll have an opportunity to go get a pitching coach and bring in a bunch of guys and see if they can get to a regional next year. There you go. And let's see. Next year, the Oklahoma-Texas stuff doesn't kick in until football season. Correct. So we will still have 12 teams in baseball, not 14 teams. Y'all see where I'm going? Um, The Oklahoma-Texas joining the league officially starts, well, whatever. As far as play will be in football, Blake, in August slash September of 2024. Yeah. Soon we'll be starting in July, but that's fine. Yeah, if week zero is the first week because of the college football playoff, (laughs) then it'll even be the week before Labor Day. That'll be wild to have Ole Miss and Mississippi State play in football the week before Thanksgiving. Now, it will free up your Thanksgiving Thursday for NFL Will college put anything on that day? I don't. I think that's too quick. Could you for a conference? Well, that's what I was going to ask. Yeah, I, I, 
I don't know how that looks. I hate this. Rivalry weekend needs to be Thanksgiving week. This is so stupid. Uh, this is this is bad change. This is change for the sake of change that doesn't help the game. Okay. Uh, it's bad. I, I hate this move. Rivalry weekend should be Thanksgiving. That's part of the celebration of college football. That Thursday, Friday, Saturday section is it's amazing. Now we're going to just lump everything on Saturday the week before? Gross. You know, um, I'll, so fans are coming in if 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 – Mississippi State had skeins and a few more big bats, then they would be right where they need to be. Those are two huge. I don't think you even need the bats. I think yes. the offense has been good for the most part this year. It has for the most part. You're going to have ups and downs. The no- problem is they felt like they had to go out and get nine runs a game. And that I think that that's just a different mental approach. Yeah. Um, but they raked yeah. yesterday. Yeah. They- and I mean, it was, I mean, even led bet. You could have easily tacked on another run or two, and Ledbetter's hit to the wall, Blake, where you didn't get anything. You know, Amani Larry misread it a little bit. Yeah, um, we're talking about even even different ball game. No, I'm with you on that. I, I think they've scored well. I think he's, you're right. If you have an ace on Fridays, and Cade is always pitching on Saturdays, do you still blow some leads? Sure, because your bullpen is your bullpen, but. Boy, maybe you have a few more wins down the stretch. I, I, I'm with you on that one. Someone says, Bulldog Blitz says that the Moorhead comment is in reference to Jomo beating Ole Miss and his comment, we aren't going to take anybody's blank, trying to circle the wagons and then being fired right afterwards. Basically. Oh, so I guess yeah, yeah, yeah. the idea is that winning this series and circling the wagons doesn't mean anything. You should still fire him. That was the reference, I guess. You're going to have, you're gonna have plenty of people who want to still move off of Chris Lamonis. And you have this is a split fan base on this. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, there, but there are people who think that continuity uh, means something, and they they believe that Lamonis can go out and get a talented pitching coach and bring in some arms and get back to thirty. I mean, even if you land on thirty-one, thirty-two, thirty-three plus wins, and. Uh, the right number of conference wins, Blake, you're back in it. Look look at where Auburn... You don't have to be, like, super great. We always talk about 40 wins, which is hilarious. Um, I mean, even Arkansas didn't have that yet. But Auburn's 14 and 13 in the league and 30 and 19 overall with a, with a heck of an RPI. Yeah, yeah absolutely. Uh, I think MSU is, again, like we said, they're, they're a couple... I mean, you're three wins. If you're sitting at 11 wins going into this weekend... All of a sudden, you're going, hey, we can make it to a, right. a three seed, right? right? We can be a three seed, and and then you never know what happens once you make the tournament, as Ole Miss and Mississippi State have showed you in the last five years. Yeah, so I, I'm with you. It's I think both sides are having to make changes. Obviously, Lamont has already fired Foxhall, and there's obvious change coming because of the two straight seasons of losing. I think Ole Miss is in the same boat because Bianco, while he has much more tenure and and resume of success. He's in a position where the fan base is so fed up with what's gone on the last like five years. Even though they won the national title, the feeling is still Bianco what fatigue, I guess is yeah. the right word. Yeah. He's gonna have to make a change on the staff. Are we so we're are we having a meltdown Monday on the Ole Miss side? But we're not having one on the Mississippi State side, or do you still have a percentage that are melting down because now they believe Chris Lamonis is coming back? Uh, that's a great question. There probably is some people who are mad that Chris Lamonis will be back. Like you said, there's always going to be some people that way. I mean, there were people mad that Dan Mullen didn't take jobs 
in the offseason. So, I mean, that there's always... Boy, that was smart. There's always people that are going to be upset about something. There, there are still people who don't realize how good Dan Mullen was. Yeah, I would say Ole Miss fans... I can't help those people. I think Ole Miss fans are past the meltdown. I think they melted down a couple weeks ago. I think they're apathetic now. Yeah. I think they're they're just they're on to football season. Now, with Mississippi State fans getting sucked back in, you can't get swept this weekend, even though A&M's struggling. Correct. You can't get swept this weekend after bringing them back in with two huge wins on Saturday and Sunday. Credit to Cade Smith on Saturday. Credit to Tyler Davis on Sunday. And um, a good bit of the, you know, the lineup and, and the at-bats. Absolutely. I mean, the, the hitting was just crazy down the stretch on on Sunday. We are the Out of Bounds Show, brought to you by Independent Roofing Systems, the number one commercial industrial roofing company in Mississippi, Independent Roofing Systems, roofing.ms. They have been, they are, and they will be the number one commercial industrial roofing company in Mississippi. Also, the show is brought to you by Stella Artois, an amazing Pilsner beer, Ice cold, try one today. Enjoy it on the back patio. A Stella Artois delicious beer made in Belgium. It's a Pilsner. It is uh, light and crisp, and it is amazing. I had a couple of uh, big wave gold nails over the weekend, another beer that we're going to be featuring over the next few months. Kona, straight out of Hawaii, Blake. It's liquid aloha. Aloha. Big wave golden ale, and it is, uh, it's also delicious, delicious beer. Uh, try one this week when you get a chance. We are the Out of Bounds Show, driven by, well, Blake's next breakfast sandwich at Fleetway Market in Gluckstadt and the Market Cafe, uh, amazing breakfast and lunch. Plus, they've got a great selection of beer, including Stella Artois and Michelob Ultra, among others. Um, the breakfast. Who's bringing us breakfast sandwiches this week, Blake? That's a great question. Your friend. Uh, who was your friend that helped you when your arm almost fell off? No, that was Josh. Okay. Yeah, he doesn't do anything anyway, so he probably could. Josh, we need some breakfast sandwiches tomorrow from Fleetway Market, buddy. And we need to have Zach Barrett back in to sling a couple of cocktails for us from uh, Saltines. That guy was amazing. We're live in the Bank Plus studio. Stetson Bennett the Fourth was in college for. If you count this May, seven years. Woo! And didn't get a degree. That's now, I don't think he went to school this semester, but however you want to run the numbers, six to seven years and didn't get a degree. That's incredible. Yeah? What How do you, you think about Mr. Two-time national champion, the legend of Athens, Georgia, the legend of Georgia, um, a remarkable story as a walk-on becoming a national champ, obviously surrounded by... Insane talent. Stetson Bennett the fourth at the University of Georgia, two-time national champion QB Blake, was in college for six-plus years and did not get a degree. Do you think Sean McVay cares with the Los Angeles Rams? Oh, yeah, I 100% believe that him not having a degree is part of why he fell farther, and here's why. It's not about the piece of paper. It's about the attention to detail and the focus and the drive and the desire to be successful in everything you do, whether it's football or anything else. I think coaches look at personality and, you know, you talk about finding the right guy. There's a technical fit. Can you play the game? Can you do this? Do you have skills? And then there's the personal fit. Do you fit the attitude, the culture, what we're trying to accomplish? And in football, quarterbacks have to be leaders. Quarterbacks have to be 
alphas. They have to be drivers. If you're in college for that long and you can't get a single degree, we know guys who got their degree and their master's by the time they left college in four years or five years at QB position. There's some QBs that have knocked it out in three. That's what I'm saying. I'm not. And so Stetson Bennett, Dak Prescott, and Eli Manning were in grad school. Yeah. Um, and they're not the only ones. We've seen other guys yeah, like that. So, so you're telling me Stetson Bennett's in school for six years, seven years, and you can't get a degree? If I'm a football coach, that tells me that you're not focused. You're not serious about what you do in your life. And I don't want that on So my they won team. because of uh, two incredible line of scrimmages, one in front of him and one on the other side of the football. When you draft, and everybody on the edge that could run a sub 4-4? Yeah, when you draft 13 defensive players in the first round of the NFL draft, I think yeah, that might be why you win a national title. Your thoughts on the Ag Up Equipment text line. Stetson Bennett the fourth, no degree. Does he have to have one to go to work for Raymond James or Edward Jones, Blake? I think he does. Yeah. Because we just had a company reach out to us asking for young people, and they were like, they do have to have, I can't believe this, but they were like, they do have to have a degree. Uh, The text line is 601-885-3776. Brought to you by your next John Deere tractor at Ag Up Equipment. Any of the Ag Up Equipment dealerships in Mississippi, including Canton and Pearl. AgUp.com. Bo Wallace, 830.